Hello and welcome to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny. Today is Thursday, August 31st, and I hope that you are having a wonderful day. If this is your first time listening, I want to say welcome. My Daily Trivia is a 10-round quiz show with no specific themes, no specific topics, and no specific categories. We do, however, have a new episode every day, Monday through Friday, with each day getting progressively harder. So today is, of course, Thursday, which means that today will be relatively hard. As always, if you find this episode to be a bit of a challenge for you, well, I encourage you to listen to it anyway. In fact, I encourage you to listen to tomorrow as well. You never know, you might surprise yourself. You might actually know the answer to a very hard question, and even if you don't, you might learn something along the way. If, however, you find this episode to be a bit too simple for your taste, well, stay tuned for tomorrow on Friday, our hardest day of the week. So without any further delay, let's get into today's round of questions with question number one. What is the name of the large desert located in southern Mongolia that is known for its unique sand dunes and diverse landscapes? And that desert is the Gobi Desert. The Gobi Desert is a large, cold desert and grassland region in northern China and southern Mongolia, and is the sixth largest desert in the world. The name of the desert comes from the Mongolian word Gobi, used to refer to all of the waterless regions in the Mongolian plateau, while in Chinese, Gobi is used to refer to rocky, semi-deserts such as the Gobi itself, rather than sandy deserts. The Silk Road, the famous trade route that linked Europe to the east, ran through the Gobi Desert, and there used to be actually many cities located along the boundaries of the desert, strictly to maintain the lifeline for merchants and travelers that exchanged goods, ideas, and cultures between east and west. If you remember correctly, that's actually the famous route that Marco Polo traveled on, so next time you're in the pool playing Marco Polo, you can think of the Gobi Desert. Question number two. What is the term used to describe the process of selling goods or services directly to consumers, typically in small quantities? And that term is, of course, retail. Retail is the sale of goods and services to consumers in contrast to wholesaling, which is sale to business or institutional customers. A retailer purchases goods in large quantities from manufacturers directly or through a wholesaler and then sells in smaller quantities to consumers for a profit. Retailers are the final link in the supply chain from producers to consumers. So examples of this would be like grocery or hardware stores. Uh, fun fact, the word retail comes from the old French verb tele, which means to cut off, clip, pair, or divide, uh, something like, like tailoring, which is also a word that comes from that. So once again, that term is retail. Moving on to question number three. What is the term for the phenomenon of an organism having three or more complete sets of chromosomes? And that term is triploid. Most species whose cells have nuclei are diploid, 
meaning they have two sets of chromosomes, one from each of two parents. Each set contains the same number of chromosomes, and the chromosomes are joined in pairs of homologous chromosomes. However, some organisms all are polyploid, which of course includes those that are triploid. So this just means that they are multiples, right? And triploid is of course three. An example of something with three chromosomes, a triploid, would be seedless watermelons, for example, uh, which fun fact might not, might not be that fun, but I actually had a seedless watermelon today. And I thought to myself, hmm, this is a triploid chromosome. Tasted pretty good. Moving on to question number four. Who co-founded Apple Inc. alongside Steve Jobs and Ronald Wayne in 1976? And that was, of course, the other Steve besides Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak. Stephen Gary Wozniak, also known by his nickname Woz, is an American technology entrepreneur, electronics engineer, computer scientist, computer programmer, philanthropist, and inventor. In 1976, he co-founded Apple Computer with his late business partner, Steve Jobs, which later became the world's largest technology company by revenue and the largest company in the world by market capitalization. Through his work at Apple in the 1970s and 1980s, he's widely recognized as one of the most prominent pioneers of the personal computer revolution. Wozniak gained his fair share of wealth when Apple went public. Today, he's worth an estimated $100 billion. Now, by contrast, Steve Jobs, Wozniak's Apple co-founder, was worth around $10 billion when he passed away in 2011. Of course, much of that difference has to do with growth and valuation in the past 12 years, but I just wanted to add that in there for a little bit of context. So again, there was Steve Jobs and there was Steve Wozniak. Question number five. In ancient Rome, what was the role of the censor within the Roman Senate? And their role was to maintain the census. The censor was a magistrate in ancient Rome who was responsible for maintaining the census. They were also tasked with supervising public morality and overseeing certain aspects of the government's finances. From the role of managing morality in Rome, we actually get the words censor and censorship. The power of the censor was absolute. No magistrate could oppose his decisions, and only other censors who succeeded him could actually cancel those decisions. Because of their work, we have relatively consistent and possibly accurate estimates of Rome's population dating as far back as 508 BC. So, once again, that censor, well, their role was maintaining the census. Question number six. Inside Man is a heist thriller film that features a bank robbery and a hostage situation. Which famous actor stars as the lead detective negotiating with the robbers in that movie? And that actor was my man, Denzel Washington. Inside Man is a 2006 American crime thriller film directed by Spike Lee 
and written by Russell Gerwitz. It centers on an elaborate bank heist turned hostage situation on Wall Street over a 24-hour period. The film stars Denzel Washington as Detective Keith Frazier, the New York PD's hostage negotiator, Clive Owen as Dalton Russell, the mastermind who orchestrates the heist, and Jodie Foster as Madeline White, Manhattan fixer who becomes involved at the request of the bank's founder, Arthur Case, to keep something in his safe deposit box protected from the robbers. So again, the main actor, the main detective, that was Denzel Washington. Moving on to question number seven. In which city is situated the first basilica of the United States, the Basilica of St. Mary? And that first basilica of the U.S. of A. is located in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The Basilica of St. Mary is a Roman Catholic minor basilica located on its own city block along Hennepin Avenue between 16th and 17th Streets in downtown Minneapolis, Minnesota. It was the first basilica established in the United States. The Basilica of St. Mary's is the co-cathedral of the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of St. Paul and Minneapolis. Since 1995, the site has been the venue of the annual Basilica Block Party Musical Festival, which has been described as, quote, summertime's hottest church party. The event raises money towards the ongoing restoration of Basilica of St. Mary's, and the block party has actually had some pretty big names, with past headlining artists including Brian Adams, Weezer, Imagine Dragons, Panic at the Disco, Trampled by Turtles, Spoon, Ziggy Marley, and the Wallflowers. Now, fun fact, I am actually from Minneapolis, born and raised here, and I've actually been to the Basilica block party, and I can confirm it just might be summertime's hottest church party. I've never seen one better. Moving on to question number eight. Which two European countries share the Iberian Peninsula? Okay, do you think you know your European peninsulas? Well, the answer there is Spain and Portugal. The Iberian Peninsula, also known as Iberia, is a peninsula on the southwestern end of Europe, defining the westernmost edge of Eurasia. It is divided between peninsular Spain and continental Portugal, comprising most of the region, as well as parts of Andorra, Gibraltar, and a small part of southern France. With an area of approximately 583 square kilometers, which is about 225 square miles, and a population of roughly 53 million, it is the second largest European peninsula by area after the Scandinavian peninsula. So once again, those two countries, Spain and Portugal. Question number nine. Which ancient Egyptian queen is famous for her alliance with Roman leaders, Julius Caesar and Mark Antony? And that Egyptian queen is probably the only one we all know. It is, of course, Cleopatra. Cleopatra VII Thea Philopater was queen of the Ptolemaic kingdom of Egypt from 51 to 30 BC and its last active ruler. 
a member of the Ptolemaic dynasty. She was a descendant of its founder, Ptolemy I Soter, a Macedonian Greek general and companion of Alexander the Great. After the death of Cleopatra, Egypt became a province of the Roman Empire, marking the end of the last Hellenistic period state in the Mediterranean and of the age that had lasted since the reign of Alexander. Her first language was Koine Greek, and she was the only known Ptolemaic ruler to actually learn the Egyptian language. Not only that, but of course, she aligned with Julius Caesar and Mark Antony, and was again the final ruler of the Ptolemaic dynasty, that is, Cleopatra. Moving on to question number 10. Now before we get to the, our final question of the day, once again I'm asking all of you to please subscribe to the show. I know that many of you are out there listening every day. I know you are. I see the numbers. And I'm just asking if you could please just subscribe. It really does help out our uh, our algorithm. We're always trying to grow the show, grow the community here at My Daily Trivia. The more the merrier. And so if you could just go ahead and hit that button, it really does help us out. I promise at the end of this week I'm going to be done with that shameless plug. But after all, today is only Thursday, so I will do it again tomorrow. So with that out of the way, let's get on to question number 10. In rugby union, what is the term for the position that wears jersey number 10 and is primarily responsible for kicking and distributing the ball to the team's backs? And that position is called fly half or first five. Now, I'm not a rugby person. I really don't know the rules or the positions. So all of this is actually new to me. But the rugby union version of the quarterback, which is, of course, from American football, the fly half rugby position is the key decision and playmaker in open play. A skilled kicker, the number 10 provides the clearing kicks and usually the kicks at goals. Some of the most renowned players of the last 10 years have played in the fly halves rugby positions. Players like Dan Carter and Johnny Wilkinson are often credited for their team's victories through their playmaking and goal kicking. I don't know this for a fact, but given the given Dan Carter and Johnny Wilkinson's position, you can probably also guess that they were wearing the jersey number 10. So that concludes this round of My Daily Trivia. If you found this round to be simple, I encourage you to check in tomorrow on Friday it's going to be the hardest day of the week. Let's see how good a trivia you really are. If, however, you found this episode to be a bit of a challenge, well, I encourage you to listen tomorrow regardless. You never know. You might just surprise yourself. You might actually know the answer to a challenging question. And hey, even if you don't, you're definitely going to learn something. I want to thank each of you again for listening to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny, and I will see all of you tomorrow. <laughs>